Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Fotor, and I will be your host, your dungeon master, and the guy that rolls the dice tonight. Tonight, I'm joined by Graham, Dylan, and Jared, and we're picking back up on Fractured Worlds as things are getting heated up. At this point, why don't you guys introduce yourselves, and then let's talk about what uh, happened last week. All right. Uh, I'm Graham. I'm playing politician Dennis Stanson, and I have a a hunch, or at the very least, a unwilling acceptance of the fact that he might not be alive after tonight. Bruh, spoilers. You don't know jack shit. How is that a spoiler? <laughs> what if it does happen? It's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. All right, well, fine. If you're if you die, then Johnny will also die. It'll be like a, a death <laughs> I don't know pack. If it works like that. <laughs> He's gonna throw pack. himself on a pyre specifically <laughs> if Dennis dies. This is the meta gaming that we want. Sure. Anyway, I think Dylan's up next, but it's I not even meta gaming. So. I don't know anything already. I'm gonna let you finish, but I I'm Jared and I'm playing Johnny Law. <laughs> the the bird cop. Skipped. We're playing Uno now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bazinga, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright, cancel it. We'll start right, next uh, week. Everyone's dead. Have a great uh, night. Thank you for listening <laughs> to Fractured World. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm Jared, playing Johnny Lobb, uh, bird cop, guy who talks like this. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh huh. Are you waiting for a bird pun? Is that my, is that my thing? That, that's been your thing for like a year now. I don't recall that ever being a thing. I mean, once he stopped drinking, the puns also stopped. I think that's how it works in real life, too. <laughs> well, the, no. <laughs> I don't know. I make a lot of puns and I don't have a drinking problem, so. You have checkmate. other problems, though. So that okay, kind of balances it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like substitution. Number of puns you use are correlated to your brain damage, so I guess that's that's what it is. All right, Dylan, shake your tail feather. All right, uh, <laughs> my name is Dylan. I'm playing Fujiwara Seime, and I am not joining Jared's suicide pact. It's not Jared's; it's Johnny. Actually, yeah, it is Jared's. <laughs> Seime is not joining Johnny's suicide pact. All right, we'll just kill you then. <laughs> you don't have to kill yourself. We can do it. So what happened on last week's episode of Suicide Squad? Well, we became, uh, what is it? A Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That's the extent of Will Smith's lines in the movie. That's all I got. We went into a tower, um, and it was full of doors and portal stuff, similar to the book that Mr. G had found. Yeah, everybody got a super bad feeling. Um, what else happened? Great question. You tell me. No. I, that was, that was kind of passing off to Graham and Dylan. We fought some wild Pokemon and we caught some wild Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I have a different thing. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You're becoming a bug catcher. Oh boy. Like, like QA? No, like the trainer class in Pokemon. Bug oh, oh, insect bugs. Yeah, that, that was a good joke. I didn't miss, I completely missed it. Thanks. I definitely don't want to kill myself now. It's okay. I got it. I believe Fuji caught some, uh, sacred beasts, one of which was like big nose mustache guy. So 
Johnny named it Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, that's all I really remember. That in the tower. We're approaching something. We're approaching the place that we've been trying to get for like a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That place. Didn't Dennis name his new beast like Asshat or something? That is exactly what I named it. Yep. Oh, yeah. If he continues to do well, I'll ask him his actual name. Hey, you know what you should do with your sacred beast that'd be funny? Whichever one is your favorite, call it Bug. And then, like, if it lose, you know, if they lose... So you mean continue to do what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, like, if Bug stops being good and Asshat starts becoming your favorite, you can demote Bug to being Asshat and promote Asshat to Bug. Just be, like, the most asshole-ish trainer of all time. That's okay. Or not. Apparently, we draw the line at calling one of them Asshat. I mean, we haven't drawn that line. That's literally happening. It's not a merit-based system. He just sucked, so that's his name to start. And he can earn his actual name back. The other one didn't suck, so he gets his name from the beginning. Kind of. You all are along a wall hiding on the edge of town. You see the bits of a destroyed town, the one that you have been traveling towards for about a little bit over a week's time. This is the outskirts of the ruined city of Sela's Dawn. Everybody, please make me a sense check. Pass. It's a pass for Johnny. No, that's a fail. Okay, so Dennis is just trying to get some quality reading time in here before shit hits the best time. It's the best time. Dylan and Jared, Fujiwara and Johnny, respectively, see that. On the far edge of town, it looks like there are a couple of broken buildings, and there seems to be a lake uh, forming in the center of the ruined town. After a moment, you guys are sitting there, you're looking about, and you see a huge black beam of energy shoot out of the middle of the lake, and it beams into the sky, and you start to see the sky become black. Oh, fuck, we're in a superhero movie. It could just be like a fucking anti-Lady of the Lake type thing. Maybe one of us is King Arthur. Well, now's probably the best time to find out, huh? Well, I'm a bird, so I'd be Wing Arthur. There's the puns you were looking for. Nope. Good job. Wait, wait, wait. There it is. So, I'm gonna send Nosferati to scout. Okay. Where, what are you, what are you doing, scouting-wise? Uh, I'm gonna tell him to circle the lake from on high and tell me what he sees. Okay. Um, noticing that somehow Dennis did not notice this massive, like, beam of light that was, was, you know, huge, Johnny's gonna put up his wing to kind of block him as he's walking forward, reading a book. Okay, I mean, you guys are standing there. You're not walking into town. Okay, well, he, he instead taps him on the shoulder, noticing that he had not noticed the massive beam thing, as Johnny kind of points ahead. Cool. So, Graham, after a moment of reading your book, you are shown a large beam shooting out the middle of the lake uh, inside of this ruined city. The black beam shoots up into the sky, and it is seemingly opening up a portal or something similar. The sky is, like, beginning to turn black around it. Oh, that doesn't look very good. 
I didn't know we were going to a Marvel movie. Wow. <laughs> You're the second person to make that joke. Am I? Yes. Okay. Dylan, can you have Nosferati make me both an agility and a sense check? I can do that. Come on, buddy, you got this. So Nosferati passed the agility check and failed the sense check. Again, because your bat doesn't have eyes and is relying on echolocation, all it's able to do is really, like, circle around the beam. <laughs> he saw nothing, but he saw it really fast. I mean, it definitely saw that it takes up a large area and flew around it. Uh, seems to be coming from the bottom of the lake. That is about as much as you get. Can a blind bat see a beam? I mean, it can with echolocation because it hit it like a wall. So it's like a solid beam. The sound waves don't pass through it. Even if it's not solid, it's presumably some kind of energy source, though. It's physical. Like, it's it's made of energy. Like, touching it would result in you touching it. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. It was just a... It was like a science question. <laughs> we could have the bat fly through it and see if they die. Yeah. <laughs> we could go right there. We'll change Nosferati's name to Cannon Fodder. <laughs> Hey, asshat. <laughs> oh, where, where's a classic Johnny moment when you need him? <laughs> hey, lucky one. Yeah, you, you call him back from the great beyond. <laughs> quick, I need you to hop into this beam for me. Hey, Bonsai, how, how quick can you get over here? Can you bring Lucky? I missed that little owl. <laughs> he needs to go for an adventure. <laughs> He's got to go for another Don't fly. even let him out of the ball. Just throw the ball at the <laughs> beam. Immediately throws the ball into the beam. <laughs> that actually isn't the worst plan in the world, because when you throw it and it lands, yeah, right. it comes out, right? So we could, if no, it no, were sacred beast abuse, <laughs> <laughs> this would... <laughs> This would be a legitimate way to see how dangerous this thing is. Yeah, we couldn't just pick up a stick or a rock or something. <laughs> that would be crazy. Man, nobody's nobody's looking around to see if there's anything else you can throw. You just went straight to throwing beasts. Maybe we should try that. Like, Johnny starts reaching towards uh, the Nigel Thornberry ball, like, kind of warming up his arm to throw it. <laughs> And you were like, no, no, no. And you just throw a rock instead. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, how, no, it's it's still super far away, though, right? It's like in the center of the lake, which is like inside of town. I think I'm going to wait to throw a rock at it till we get closer. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, we should probably move in a bit closer to investigate, huh? Probably a good, like idea. a good idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, Johnny's got his guard up. You know, he's kind of looking around as as we uh, make our way over. Okay, cool. So you guys walk into, walk into town. You see two buildings on your left that look like they are broken. There are cracks and crags in the ground around them. Looks like there was a big earthquake here and the ground split. Oh, no. To your right. There is a large building that seems to be untouched. It's almost somewhat bean-shaped in the, the, like, main area, and it looks to be some kind of old dojo. There's a big circular tower with a more angular roof attached to it than circular. 
and there appear to be uh, double doors that lead in from there. Okay. Hey, guys. Is it just me, or, like, should we go inside the bean? Uh, what? No. Where are there stones on the ground in relation to me? Well, first off, make me a luck check. Oh, luck first. Okay, let me do that. I did pass the sense check that I was doing. Okay. Um, I failed the luck check, though. Um, there are, like, a couple of small pebbles right <laughs> around the entrance to the building. Do I have anything in my inventory? I assume they're not substantial enough that I could throw them well. You don't know. I mean, like, they're small. You'd probably lose sight of them after you threw them. Uh, Alright, if it makes a perceptible thing, I'll throw one of the pebbles. Okay. Cool. You take a pebble? Mm-hmm. Walk on up. Then make an agility check to do that throwing thing. I don't I don't want to walk to the beam, I would just want to throw it at the beam. I'm more meaning, like, walk to the edge of where the lake starts. Oh, 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 okay. I'm not telling you to go walk on water. Get closer to the beam first. Like, it's in the center of a lake. You could have meant swim. I didn't. That is... Where is the sheets? Where is Pat May? There it is. Ah, fail. Again. I'm gonna use a different dice. Fuck this. It doesn't go far. It sure as fuck doesn't hit the beam. Awesome. Shit, that was a really bad throw. What is the range on these elemental stabs I got? It is one meter per magic rank. And how big is this lake? Um, I'd say that it's in your range, just barely. Okay. Uh, I am going to fire the ground type staff at, uh, the sky beam. Okay. Cool. Roll me opposed. Not too bad. Could be worse. 34. Yeah, absolutely. You hit the beam. You see your energy uh, hit the beam. It goes straight through it, and then the beam resumes after it cuts off for a moment. Can you make me a luck check, Dylan? Yes, I can. Four out of three. Well, fuck. Well, that's how the campaign ended, guys. We shot the sky laser, and then we all died. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, is this what you wanted? Because it's what you're getting. No. Oh, sorry. I mean, Johnny is still in, uh, thinking about this bean. This bean building. Yeah, uh, make an intelligence check on the bean building real quick. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, I managed to roll a blackjack on the intelligence there. Cool. I'll, I'll come back to you in a second. Uh, I'm going to resolve the things uh, one in a row. Dylan, where do you want me to pull a card from? Oh, good. Oh, boy. Boy, howdy. Do 13 from the front. Can do. Oh, cool. Starting off with some good old wild magic. It's okay. We're going to summon a boat, and then we can row out to the lake. The sky beam. That's true. So, Dylan? Yeah? You shoot this beam of, like, concentrated mud and stone. It shoots right through the black of the beam coming out of the lake, making a perfect circle. You see that magic begins to go haywire, and as you're recoiling and about to put your wand back in your holster, um, your entire right arm just sprouts ivy all down it. Okay. Jared, you blackjacked, uh, 
that intelligence check, right? Yes, I did. Uh, you remember that as you were, um, coming up to the gates of town, that you saw Matisse enter this building. Oh, yeah. And now... Fuck that guy. You look up to see Matisse exiting the building. Uh-oh. Can I roll a sense real ch- quick to see if anyone else is in the building? Uh, sure. Mainly, I'm thinking is, uh, I'm hoping this is like a one-room beam, bean, and I am curious if, uh, Silver's sister is in there. Uh, sense that's gonna be pass, not blackjack. Uh, were you detective sensing that to read heat signatures, or are you just rolling? <laughs> that a was sense? the number that I used. Yeah. Okay. So the red and white swirls from his eyes. You definitely get a couple more heat signatures from inside of there, and Uh-oh. there is one heat signature walking out of the door as soon as you cast it. Okay. How reckless should I be today, guys? Very. Uh huh. Okay. Can you roll me opposed strength? Okay. Well, I did not roll particularly well, so <laughs> this might be it for my my dope bad plan. Oh, it's eighteen, by the way. You're probably waiting. Yeah, I've, I I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> you feel the gravity around you get weird for a moment in like the area around you. You see the pebbles near the stairs are getting thrust up towards uh, Matisse and you are moved just a little bit forward but not enough where it impedes your action but like you think that he's trying to redirect the gravity to mess with you okay Um, what I was planning on trying to do is I was just looking through my inventory do you guys remember like in the fourth or fifth session uh, where Mr. G made us a whole bunch of Molotov cocktails and you guys used them in that battle, but I just kind of have it sitting in my bag. Yep, I do remember that. I kind of want to throw it at the entrance door on the off chance that there's, like, no exit door. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this bean up. That's why I was curious if Silver's sister was in there, but I guess we can hear the, the screams and probably go from there. It's yeah. okay, Silver. We didn't hear her screaming, so <laughs> we didn't try to murder her. What kind of rolls would I need to make to try to uh, get away from this gravity field well enough so that I can throw the Molotov? Well, first off, the gravity is going in the direction of where you're throwing it. Oh. Where Matisse is? Yeah, he's oh. trying to pull you up the stairs <laughs> towards him. Oh. Oh. He's pulling me towards him, huh? He's pulling you. <laughs> That sounds like Jared might get a bonus to the roll. <laughs> Throw it at him harder. <laughs> oh, that's actually funny. If I fire shots at him as well, <laughs> does that mean they'll hit him harder? <laughs> uh, um, actually, can I put the Molotov cocktail in the blunderbuss? No. No, that would make it explode. <laughs> You're the worst DM ever. You never let us do anything. Yeah, okay, sure. Says the man who crashed a boat for an hour and a half. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Uh, that's okay. I believe in Johnny's ability to get away from the fire that he's about to start. Bold of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, essentially, what I'm going to need you to do... 
I'm, uh, to hit him if you're just gonna flat out throw him. Uh, essentially what I'm gonna need is you to roll agility and you can add 12. You're gaining a bonus of whatever Mr. G's intelligence was, which I believe was a 9, and then you get a bonus of his stat based on how increased the gravity is. That's a good start, dude. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm really tickled about the possibility that we spent months to get here, and we might all die before the actual fight starts. It's always funny when you're like rolling, and you're not quite sure if you're making a terrible decision or not. And you're like, I don't know if I want this to succeed or not. Yes, it succeeded. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, you said plus twelve, correct? Indeed, I did. Fifty. Holy shit! That actually beat me. I'm shocked. Yeah. Is that a good thing, though? I mean, it is. Okay. I guess. Depends on what you want out of this thing. You know, fight. Essentially what happens is you see um, Matisse summons eight spider legs out of his back and he begins trying to crawl up the front of the building, but he does not do so fast enough and you hit him with the Molotov cocktail. It explodes, <laughs> lighting the door on fire and catching him on fire. Hasn't this town seen enough calamity? The earthquake wasn't enough? We also have to burn it down? The one remaining building in town that isn't <laughs> fucked up is gonna get burnt to the ground. Gonna make this a big bean. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> that was that was the best action movie one-liner John has ever seen. No, no. Oh if you wanted God. to go action movie style, it'd have to do a zoom in on him and just be like, "It's time to bake this bean." <laughs> it's it's just beans in here. <laughs> It's funny because I was going for the whole 80s cop movie trope, but there's the 80s action movie. <laughs> they're, they're one in the same, though. I know. It's time to bake this beat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. That's funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it. Are there shoes on his uh, spider feet? No, there are shoes on his regular feet. Asking the important questions, I see. All right. So there's no pants on his legs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he, he, what? He's, he's <laughs> on his spider legs. He has pants on. No, I mean on his spider legs. No. He's not just wearing jeans on his spider legs now. Don't you remember the sweats that Doc Ock wore in Spider-Man 2? On all of his individual legs? Oh, yeah. The reason why I'm asking is because... Knowing that he has no, pro- his spider legs have no protection from the fire. Right on. It's a spider. Kill it. I mean, yeah, the dude is definitely on, on fire. Hey guys, <laughs> might want you to help me out here. Uh, Am okay. I still getting yeah. sucked in towards him? You can roll opposed agility to try and get out. Does he get any kind of bonus because the spider's on fire? No, this is him getting out of the the spell that already happened. Yeah. Okay. When you roll a 12 and a 1, it, like, kind of cancels out, but not really. I mean, you you have a 13. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean when you have multiple dice. It's like, ah, fuck, I rolled a 1, but at least I got a 12. Oh, rad. Uh, 38 agility to try to get out of this bad boy. Oh, yeah, you get out of this bad boy. You kind of fumble out of the gravity, and you see that he, uh, throwing needles down at you from up on the tower as he's trying to avoid 
the fire. So he's like moving up and he's throwing needles down at you as you're running away. So I do need you to roll me one one more dodge roll, please. Okay. If I manage to dodge this, I would like to take to the skies. Sure. Uh, can I have motioned my beasts forward during this danger? Not to do anything yet, but just that they're aware of the situation. Well, both of you make me sense checks. Okay. Because you guys were busy fucking around with the beam in the lake. That's a no on my part. Uh, I also failed. Okay. Now nah, this beam's just very interesting, guys. I just don't know what it's made out of. Then I have a different thing I would like to do. Just out of curiosity, the bonuses that I'm getting to my armor should be, like, around five. Is that reasonable, or is that bad because I haven't changed it since our first session? Well, I mean, you've never looked for more armor since we started playing, so no, it's still five. (laughs) That makes sense. Mostly I just wanted to ask if I was fucking something up because I hadn't thought about it. It's all good. Uh, It's 43, by the way. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. I also rolled a 43. Please roll me one die. That's fucking hilarious. I rolled a 406. You're dead. I rolled a 420. Let's blaze it, boys. (laughs) You're on fire and I'm real high. (laughs) That's what happened there. What'd you get, Jared? 10. 10? (laughs) You jump out of the way, you jump back one more time, and then you take to the skies... As you dodge the second uh, needle as you start flying, it completely misses you. Does uh, does Fuji kind of look like Finn from Adventure Time with the Ivy Arm right now? <laughs> a very little bit. Like if Finn was an anime character. It's an animated character. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, so... Uh... So Johnny Johnny takes to the skies. I believe that there was something that Dylan wanted to do. Yeah, Dylan... So is this a uh, sky beam still in existence? Yep, it doesn't stop. I'm gonna fire my uh, fairy type staff at it. Okay, that's that's some thinking. Um, I would also like to point out to you, Dylan. This also goes for you, Graham. As you both are looking up at the sky, you definitely notice that it is spreading throughout the sky and getting bigger. Okay. Well. Uh-huh. All right, Dylan, what'd you get? 36. You hit the beam, but the magic fizzles out right as soon as it touches. Wild magic does not go off. Uh-oh. That's good, at least. Currently mild magic. <laughs> I'm going to take that to assume that the pink one doesn't work. Hey, solid enough reasoning for me. Well, let's try a different one. You stuff it as far down in your pack as you can. Alright. I still got one more. I'm going to try the blue one. Okay. Go for it. And I think I'm out of actions. At one, say 27. Throw me one die, please. Beep. 12. Does it explode? No. Tell me where to pull a card from. Well, now. 20 from the front. And it's the ace of cups. Oh, tight. Oh boy. Nothing seems to happen. You break the spell again, you see some of that, like, speckly blue energy fill the air for a moment as you cut off the stream entirely for a moment, feel some magic go off, and then the beam resumes. So it did disappear for a second there. Yes, again, as 
this beam hit it and went through, it did seem to cut off the spell for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to take a speaking action and then do something. Yeah, go for it. Heck yeah. Uh, so, talking to... Fuck, what the hell's his name? The homeless guy that we took along. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Uh, Izzo. So, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm talking to him, Kenny, Silver. Um, hey, guys. Uh, try to see if there's a window to this bean building to make sure that Silver's sister isn't in there, because I kind of blocked off the door with fire. Yeah, you see Kenny and Silver are actually going around the back end of the building as you uh, speak. Perfect. To them. The other sacred beasts and Izzo are kind of walking up to assist you as this happens. Um, so I previously doused this this guy, Matisse, with fire, and he did not like it, correct? Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> uh, so Johnny's going to fly within range and try to get a shot off on him with the blunderbuss. Okay. Uh, the one that he loaded with crushed glass as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the only blunderbuss you have. But yeah. <laughs> he loaded the, the barrel with crushed glass. It doesn't always do that. That's what I meant. Mediocre roll, but it could work. It's gonna be a 35 to hit. Yeah, no, he's fucking spider-legging his way up to the to the roof. He is scuttling away. You shoot the glass, and it does not hit him. Does it at least damage the roof? Um... You shoot into the wall, and it definitely damages the the tower on the front of the beam building. Worth it. Make me a... Hmm. Make me a luck check. Uh, if everyone doesn't know it at this point, Johnny's luck is a one. So this is usually <laughs> bad news. That's fine. Uh, fail. Okay, no worries. See? It's fine. Oh, was that to see if I shot one of the enemies behind the wall? That would have been funny. No, that would have been funny. I was actually seeing if you shot your blunderbuss, which is, you know, gunpowder and glass, (laughs) into the raging fire, causing it to explode more. But you did not. (laughs) Make it more fiery. I like it. Um, Uh, They're going to make checks real quick. Okay. They're in... You see Sela comes up next to you. Johnny, sorry, uh, I got distracted looking at the large beam over there. It seems to have some terrible energy, something uh, almost as powerful as my my father. Here, stand back. Let me let me assist you. Uh, he's flying, so he he kind of just takes a couple takes a couple uh, flaps and moves back. And you see Sella hold up hold up his hand. And his arm begins to glow with cracks of blue energy through his forearm. And four large rocks uh, just form out of energy itself. And Sela then just shoots it down at the wall uh, where Matisse is. Oh, perfect. That's what I need for the shooting at the portal. Those rocks. Sela manages to hit Matisse. You see Matisse begins to fall down towards the fire. Uh, Johnny mutters under his breath at a volume that no one can hear. Show off. (laughs) Anyway, does he fall in the fire, as you said? He is falling towards the fire. I'm about to have him make a check here in just a second. Another check, I should say. Nice one, Zella. He does fall in the fire. Tight. (laughs) 
So his do his pants catch fire? His pants do in fact start to catch on fire. Is that why you asked about pants earlier too? Of course it is. Uh, no, I was trying to cover up that my curiosity as to whether or not spiders wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> he falls in, he kind of rolls and tumbles uh, inside of the building and you lose sight of him. The doors kind of like screen open. They like slide in around the tower. Um, and after a moment they close. Some of the fire seems to follow him inside. Well, god darn it. <sighs> well, Silver and Kenny should be making their way in there right now. Should we head around back and assist them? I suppose that makes sense. Um, Johnny starts to do that. Uh, Question, though. When you say bean shape, I was thinking about how there are several different types of beans. Are we talking, like, lima bean? (laughs) Important questions. Uh, Green bean? It's like a kidney bean. Kidney bean. Uh, Standing upright or, like, flat? Not standing upright, it's flat. Jelly bean? <laughs> it, yeah, it does kind of look like a jelly bean shape. Okay. Large, curved building, oblong shape to it, turret on the front of it, and there seems to be more uh, squared appendages on the back of the building. Do you say there's a turret on it? Yeah, there's a turret on the front of it. That's where the staircase was leading into it. Not not a machine gun turret. Not a machine gun turret. It's like, it's, yeah. Oh. Like a, like a building Castle turret. turret. Yeah, castle turret. Ah. Did you say that there was a machine gun? What does a bean mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was going to say, fuck me, dude. I should go up and man the turret. (laughs) Just shoot anything I see. This kidney bean has at least seven (laughs) machine guns on it. (laughs) Machine gun kidney. I love that rapper. I think it's rap, right? I prefer the actor. And yes, it is. Okay. Wait, what? Prefer the actor? What? Machine Gun Kelly is not just a mediocre rapper, but he's also... I'm just kidding. I'm not a fan of rap, so I can't really say. But anyway, uh, he's a rapper, but he also acts as well. He was in that Motley Crue movie. That doesn't... That's not a movie. It was pretty good, to be honest. He was the drummer, which worked out well because he's kind of like a dopey character. Yeah, so so uh, we're going around the back of the bean, huh? You're going around the back of the bean. Yep. Yeah, what what's what's good what's good back there? Oh, you know. These people these people aren't fleeing the bean, which leads me to believe that there's probably some kind of portals in here or something. Maybe. That sounds like an anti-drug campaign slogan. Don't flee the bean. <laughs> Don't flee the bean. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, so you see that at this point Kenny is kind of pushing silver through the window. <laughs> Sorry, how funny does it look? It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, so we got a dog. A dog is using his two front paws to push a small child through a window <laughs> into a dark building that is on fire. Yes. <laughs> also, the building is shaped like a bean, which just adds a little bit to it. Also, the dog has a mullet. I mean, hey, beans always add a little bit extra to whatever you're preparing. You know, I, during the quarantine, I, uh... The quarantine? God damn it. I love that. That's so much better than what I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I use a, I use a French press when I make coffee, and one day I was talking about pushing it down until I hit bean, but for some reason the way that I said that was hilarious to me, 
So now I use that as a term, hitting bean. <laughs> like pushing it till I hit bean. Anyway, bean is a funny word. Also, it was a character in Even Stevens. Yeah, I, I, we have to go in through the window, I suppose, because there's no, there's no back door on this bean, huh? Yeah, no, it seems to be locked or barred off. There's no back bean. It's barred bean. Is the, is the window big enough that all of us can get through, or should we expand the size of the window by breaking part of the wall? Everyone hold everything. Can we name the tower Big Bean? (laughs) (laughs) You can do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Well, wait, does Big Ben exist? That's, it's important that Big Ben is a thing that we know about. No, Big Ben is not a thing that you know about. Well, it doesn't have to be the same Big Ben. No, there is no other Big Ben. You do not know of a Big Ben. Then we don't know about it, and we're still calling it Big Bean. Fine. It's just a Big Bean. It's a tower, correct? There's a tower, and that's attached to a bean-shaped building. Is there a t- is there a clock at the top of the tower? No, there isn't. Damn it! I was trying to make it happen, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Big Bean. <laughs> that's so funny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I'm going to say that without laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It is a small window. You do think that you would need to break it to get in. Or you could also try and break down the door. Oh, the front door that I lit on fire? No, no, no. There is a back door, but it is locked. So that is why Kenny is tossing silver inside. Wood door? Wood door, stone door? It is a metal door. Ah, that's fucking impossible. <laughs> the window it is. Not with that attitude. Uh, is there, like, a lock? On, on what, the window? No, a lock on the door. Uh, yeah. You definitely notice that there's some sort of locking mechanism. Maybe I can try to break the lock with my stun baton? Like, the butt of it? Sure, you can try. Uh, you can roll me in a, an attack roll on the door. Uh, okay. Not my best, but that's gonna be... 33. Going at it like a baseball bat. Tight. (laughs) You hit it with the butt of your stun baton, and the electrical current actually zaps the lock as you, like, break into it, and it does seem to, does seem to do something. Okay, so there's two things that could happen here. Johnny's gonna try to open it, and either he's going to get shocked by the residual electricity from his stun baton, or it's gonna open. But he's gonna go for it. You're gonna open it? Please make me a strength check. Uh, pass not blackjack. Pass not blackjack. You do manage to, like, finish breaking the lock and turning it and push it open. It, it was locked electrically. Oh. Wow, how convenient that I chose to do that with my stun baton. Crazy, right? Huh. Silver is, like, looking around. He sees light flood in next to him. He goes, Oh, what the- Oh, Johnny, <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, Silver. Uh, I, I reach out and grab his hand, uh, and pull him in. Are, are you, like, trying to help him out through here? What? Yeah, I'm trying to pull him in, because he's, like, I assume he's, like, stuck in the window. No, he he jumped through. He's good. Oh, he okay. was standing there when, when you opened the door. Is there anyone comically halfway in and halfway out of the window that I can help? Uh, you can make a luck check. Let's see. Let's see if Kenny or Izzo are stuck. Fail. Damn shame. No. Hey, guys, I opened the door. Uh, yeah, Johnny, I, I, I saw that. As Isso kind of, like, slithers in behind you. Tie. So, what does this room look like? It is pitch black in here. Make me a sense check. Yeah, but what does the room look like? 
Oh, actually, sorry. If it's pitch black in here, what I would do is pull out my lighter and light it. Okay. Make me a sense check. You could use one of those Molotovs to light the building on fire. Then you'll be able to see. Uh, I'm going to uh, use my detective sense here just in, for the heat signatures, uh, and that is a pass. Okay. So you don't really get a good sense of the room because everything just kind of reads as cold to you. You start looking around and it seems like there is a large second floor that leads to the turret and you see heat signatures in the top of the turret. And also you see heat coming from over in that general direction anyway because that's where the fire is. Johnny started the fire! (sighs) Is there like a light switch anywhere or candles or anything? Not that you can see. Okay. Hey, uh, guys, it seems like they're coming from up there. As he points into the darkness. Oh, I see. I I don't know, is it dim in here if he's using his flip lighter to keep it lit? I mean, like, you can see a little bit in front of you. You guys are in a back storeroom at the moment. I, uh, just realized I have a flashlight in my back. (laughs) I have a heavy-duty cop one to hit people with. Right. That probably makes more sense to use instead of a lighter. You use your flashlight to look about the room. You are in a small storeroom. It seems to go down a hallway to the left or to the right that you can't see down. Your light doesn't seem to penetrate that far. There's a small door in front of you that seems to lead inside of what this building actually is. So what do you guys think? Should we just go straight up there or should we try to formulate some kind of plan? Honestly, let's just, let's get in there and get this, get this done. I think we're running out of time here. And this is, uh, Muella that speaks up. The, the pink one with the long tail. We'll come back to you in a moment. So basically, you guys walk up to a door and are deciding on if you're going to go through said door or go down the hallways. Graham, what are you doing? You're staring at this beam. Um. You didn't notice any of that other shit that happened. With Jared, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I did see the beam stop for a second, right? That you did. I did see... Okay. I'm regarding the fact that literally everyone but Fuji is uh, not here with you. Well, so this is important. Someone's got to pay attention to Yeah, someone's got to pay attention to the to the plot device here. Um, I definitely had the bug out. I don't remember if Asshat said he wanted to be in the ball or not. Um, Asshat was flying around at the end of last session with you. Yes. Uh, I'm going to ask both of them if they see anything... Or notice anything with this beam that we can exploit. You can have both of them make me sense checks and intelligence checks. Well, the intelligence check's not going to help much, but... Well... Actually, is Bugs smart? No, Bugs even dumber. Okay. Uh, Asshat blackjacked. See? Stranger things have happened. And for sense... He blackjacked intelligence past sense. Bug failed intelligence and failed sense. Okay, so Bug is again on the shit list and continuing to be on the shit list. <laughs> fucking fucking asset though is an invaluable asset. <laughs> what asset notices and what asset tells you, uh, or at least you get the gist of based off of his buzzing motions, <laughs> there seems to be something beneath the lake where this is coming from. Huh. 
as it is pointed out to you as you see him fly over the lake, spin around, look down, and come back and keep pointing down with his uh, silver, steely stag beetle horns, you see this, like, prismatic pink barrier that the beam is coming through, like, down at the bottom of the lake. The, the, the barrier is down there, too, you mean? Yes, it is underneath the water. It is, like, very hard to see, but it is, like, shimmering, and it lights the lake up a little bit in the center of it. You find this very odd. Um, how well do I know if uh, Bug and or Asset can swim or like swimming? They could probably swim, but you don't think either of them would like it, especially okay. Asset. I mean, I didn't think so, but... Yeah, the electric type might not be the best one to send swimming. Pikachu's always fine in the water. Oh. Okay. Uh, we need to find someone... Which which one of the people has water people? Was that was that G? Literally Mike. Yep. Nigel Thornberry probably would be a good swimmer, though. Yeah, the thing weak to water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, probably a good swimmer. Try it. <laughs> he would work as an anchor, keeping us from getting sucked in. Uh, what about... What about Luckier... Just like a normal thing in water, huh? I mean, it definitely wouldn't cause an, a reaction. But again, you're not sure how strong of a swimmer. You're not sure how deep down this is. Johnny's not even fucking here. Oh yeah, sorry. I I uh, didn't. I was out of the room for a sec. I'm sorry. I assume it looks like it's pretty far down. There. It looks like it's pretty far down there. Yeah. You nor your beasts, nor Fuji, nor Fuji's beasts look really up for a potential death swim. Uh, I don't have a scuba suit in my inventory. Weird. Is there just, like, a plug somewhere that we can pull and then drain the lake? I mean, that would be pretty tight. Is there a dam? We could blow it up. There is no dam. With a suitcase of bombs. (laughs) You mean the suitcase of bombs that's also gone? Yeah. Great. Why did why did you design this so literally everything useful goes with him? You suck at this. You're right, the guy who actively tried. It's my fault as a DM. So, I've only half heard this because I've been making coffee, but we're trying to get to the bottom of the lake, right? The source of the beam seems to be the bottom. I asked my beasts if they could see anything. Okay, uh, I have potentially two things that could work. Question for you, Danger. Could my cosmic ram or my ice worm survive underwater? So, essentially, what would happen if you used the cosmic ram is that that shoots you forward. So you could potentially use that as, like, a boost while swimming, but the ram itself wouldn't actually, like, show up or, like, need to worry about surviving. The ice worm? Potentially. Okay, I'm going to try my ice worm. Okay, so, um, what exactly are you trying to do? Are you just trying to have it go down there and scout? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, make me a magic check then, please. Check? Yep. That is a four out of nine. Okay. You shoot your ice worm down into the lake, and the area where it enters, it begins to freeze. It seems as though when your ice worm begins to shoot and to swim, it freezes the water around it. It does eventually make it down towards the barrier. Roll me opposed magic, please. Ooh. Mm, not great. Could be bad. 
could be worse. Dylan, I've got terrible news for you. You you rolled five twelves, didn't you? No, I rolled a five dice straight. Fuck. Yeah, there's no beating that. So one, your ice worm definitely touches the barrier. Can you please roll me one d twelve and tell me the result? Ten. Ten. Your worm turns to stone and crumbles inside of the lake itself. And, Dylan, since you initiated this, where do you want me to pull? <laughs> 21 from the back. Dylan. Yes? You're feeling a little bit older. Not again. What is it with this one? How much older? You, sir, are now 15 years older. Yay, you're not a teen anymore. <laughs> How old were you? Like 15? 14? I was 17. Now you're 32. <laughs> you're in your 30s. What does he look like? In typical anime character fashion, uh, you suddenly jump up into your 30s. You're suddenly about 6'2", like, not built, but you're, you're built like how the Iron Fist should have been built in the Netflix show. What, you don't mean a scrawny, pasty white guy? No, I mean scrawny, but jacked as shit. Like, toned as all hell. And your hair grows, uh, super, super long. There's a, like, long ponytail behind your head now. Your horns also grow longer. I'm picturing, basically, the Winter Soldier. How's that work? Well, imagine if, like, the Winter Soldier was, um, a Hindu anime character. Well, no, like, that haircut and that kind of badassery for an outfit. Sure, yes, that that would also work. Not that Sebastian Stan looks like an Asian. No, 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 no. Sebastian Stan is actually just a character from Cardcaptor Sakura now. Okay, so it went the other way. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, at least you weren't 15 years younger. That would have been pretty brutal. (laughs) I guess that's true. Who brought a two-year-old into a war zone? Who brought a two-year-old to the apocalypse? <laughs> Is everyone else still in the tower with me? I'm not. Basically, everyone but uh, Dennis and Fuji are here with you. Um, I would like to try to, as sneakily as possible, listen to what's going on and potentially leave a trap on the stairs if, if I can not get noticed. Sure. I mean, he knows that I'm there. <laughs> I just want to hear what the fuck's going on. To describe your surroundings, you have to go into the other room or there are two hallways. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I thought there was basically a staircase. Yeah, I, I will start making my way over to, to that area, I suppose. So, left, right, or straight? Okay, so describe it to me again. There's a storage room, and then that's where we are. You are in a small rectangular storage room. There are shelves and boxes around you that seem to be filled with various miscellaneous goods. There is a doorway to the left and to the right, both of which do not have doors in them. It's just like, it's just like a door frame with no door. And it leads off into hallways that you can't see. There is also a set of double doors in front of you that are closed. Yeah, this seems like a whole exploration thing. I might wait for Dennis and, uh, Say made it well, come no, back. we're trying to get you over there, so... You're trying to get me to come where you guys are? I'll explain it in a minute. Alright, back to you guys. Uh, I'm gonna have Asshat go try and fetch everyone from the tower. Okay. As best he can. Sure. Luckily, 
the sacred beasts that can understand him are, are over there. I mean, he could have literally just, like, pointed towards the, ta- the beam, too, I guess. So, it takes a long while, and the companions uh, come on over there. You are reunited by everybody. Silver runs up. Uh, so, something about the, the, the beam, apparently? What's going on? Dennis? Well, it, obviously it looks bad just to the eye, right? Yep. I have my beasts go a little further out into the water. Uh, I motion to asset. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Yep. Uh, and it looks like the source is under the water. There's like a pink ring around it. That seems bad. We should probably figure out a way to stop that. Cause this, this whole thing seems real bad. Uh, did I end up, did I myself notice if it was spreading in the sky? I don't remember if I passed that one. Yeah, you guys, you guys both noticed that. Okay. Cause if you notice up above, it's, it's getting worse. And there's more of it. That seems bad. As you actually point out, you notice that Essentially, the entire area that you are standing in is now, like, completely overrun by this black sky, and you actually almost see a maroon and, like, a violet light coming from inside of it. It's almost wave-like as it spreads across the, uh, the sky, and more color seems to be entering the, the black. See? That all seems... that seems pretty bad. Yeah, that seems super fucky. I definitely don't like that. Um... Well, ah, fuck. Uh, what about, what about over there? And Silver points to the opposite side of the lake, and you see that, like, on the back end of the lake, there's, like, a rocky mound, and it almost seems like there are breaks inside of the rocks. Maybe if we go around it, maybe we can, we can check over there. Uh, might be a solid plan. Asshat, can you check quick? Cut, cut right across the middle there. Yeah. See if it's a noteworthy way to go. Yeah, sure. Make a make an agility check. That's a pass. Cool. Uh, three out of four. Three out of four. Tight. Asset flies on over there. Flies through a couple of the rocks. You see Asset disappear actually for a moment. Turn around and then come on back and kind of motioning you forward again. As in, it's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. You were right. It seems as though Asset has found a pathway or a cave so maybe we can find a way down in there it would certainly be better than trying to go straight since i've tried attacking the beam directly and it's only resulted in wild magic and hyoryu being turned to stone yes definitely only those things as muella and melody kind of snicker as sella says it looking at the now <laughs> 32-year-old Fujiwara Seime. Hey, Danger, did they all did they all leave the building? They did. You followed. You were the last one to show up. You are just getting here. Sure. Uh, hey, so, like, are we gonna do anything about the, the guys in the bean? Or are we just gonna kind of ignore that? I kind of just assumed that they're doing some kind of ritual that's causing this, but... What bean? He, like, gestures to the massive, like, beam at the center of the lake. That's exactly what we're trying to stop. I know, me too. The bean or the beam? (laughs) That's funny. I now understand the the confusion. Yeah, so I was saying, I think that the the people inside of the bean-shaped tower might be doing some kind of ritual that's causing this, he gestures in front of himself, massive beam. Did you find anything? Oh, yes. We sure did. This is starting underneath the lake, and we found a way down there, maybe. 
There was that Matisse guy. What do we know about him? He's an asshole. He had really, really sweaty hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he also, uh, didn't he like portal away or something at the end of the, the ship ride? It's like tied in with those people that kidnapped your sister, right, Silver? Uh, yeah. I mean, he definitely seems involved here. I would imagine that it's very possible that she might be up there since, you know, that's where that guy is in a ha- in a bean bean building that's burning down. Uh-huh. Um I mean should should we go check it out? Should we split up and and some of us check out the building and some of us go in the cave? What I suppose it's up to you guys. I just figured we shouldn't ignore it. No, I insist. You you tell me what what we should do here. Uh Johnny turns to Dennis and Same. It says, "What do you guys think that we should do?" <sighs> Should we split up or should we stay together? Because I can go with you. I just, that seems like a bunch of stuff that we shouldn't ignore. You, Seimei, and I should take our beasts and go into the cave. Everyone else should stop the tower. Hmm. That seems like a solid plan. I mean, yeah, if my sister's in that bean, I need to go check it out, John. It seems more likely that she's there than in the cave. And if she is in the cave, I can send Asshat back to get you and let you know. Perfect. I mean, granted, we don't know if any of this is going to work, but, like, at least it's a plan. All right, guys. I, I feel like I should at least investigate this bean first. <laughs> so I guess We literally just here. decided to send a group to the bean. What are you talking about? I don't want to leave my buddy Kenny by himself. Might be dangerous. I mean, I think you might run into some more trouble entering that cave there, bud. I'm more worried about you. All right. Well... I suppose we can do that and you can investigate there. Just send someone for us if things get too hairy. Uh, yeah, no, uh, same, same with you. If, if you run into anything you guys can't handle, please come back. <laughs> we'll get help from you, right? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm suggesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess we split there. Cool. And go, go for the ominous beam. So you guys walk around the, uh, like, cracks and crags in the earth itself, and you notice something weird as you guys begin to walk along the, like, borders of this oddly formed lake. Um, there's, like, no beach to it, there's no sand, there's no, like, water level. It's straight up just looks like a crater that has since filled with water. Like Lake Champlain. Lake Champlain still has parts that are beachy. This does not. Crater Lake in, um, was it Washington? For folks that don't know what Lake Champlain is, it is the lake between Vermont and New York. It is also polluted as all hell. Yeah. Uh, yes, Graham, similar to Crater Lake. I mean, it's literally called Crater Lake, but... Except it doesn't have, like, the hills that lead up around it, actually like a crater. It's more like straight up, like just all of the ground around it is, like, missing or earthquaked and, like, split off. Does the lake look like that was where the town used to be? Yes, it straight up looks like the town, like, half the town sank. And I assume it's not like a natural, like, reservoir type thing. No, straight up not. You look at the cracks and crags in the ground, and they fill up with water all the way up to the crags that form small, like, little rivers that lead through town. It straight up is a very odd lake. So, like, there was some magical fuckery going on that made this. Definitely seems that way. Or an extraterrestrial object. 
Maybe an asteroid. Uh, we should probably try to find a way or look to see if we can find a way to get down there that doesn't require us to swim because that would be bad. We we did that already, Johnny. That's where we're going. Oh, I thought that they... Okay. There was a cave system that Azhat found. You guys follow the uh, shoreline, for lack of a better term. You uh, and your companions walk around as they go to the other side of the bean and split off. <laughs> they kind of just go up and they and they go, Yeah, I mean, I wish you guys luck. Again, if anything bad happens, back out. Uh, make sure to come come and get us, and we'll uh, we'll join you as soon as we can, okay? Uh, I give him, like, a salute. <laughs> he he does it right back to you. Whatever you do, he does it right back. Okay. Kenny kind of looks at you, and you see uh, Johnny, and you see, like, a slow wag, and he, he just reaches out one fist for a bump. Oh, yeah, I, I already was starting to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, we bump it. Be safe down there, bud. You too, dog. I mean that in a friendly way, Kenny. He get, He goes in for a hug. Oh, dude, yeah, Kenny gives you a hug. You can, like, hear his tail thwapping against his fucking duster. See you soon, friend. See you soon, pal. And with that, your groups split. You guys begin to walk around, and the wall of town seems to have, like, broken and collapsed, which now forms a makeshift bridge. To get across, I need you guys to make agility checks. Uh-oh. Uh, Johnny passes. Cool. Uh, hey, Blackjack. Tight. Four to four. Fail. Somebody gets wet. <laughs> uh, so, Johnny just flies over the gap. Uh, Dennis surprisingly manages to dexterously step on all the different bits of stone, and he, like, almost dips his foot in the water when he jumps off at the end, but hangs on just barely. Goddamn right. Fuji is uh, not used to fully going through puberty uh, and being 32, and you are not used to your now old man body. Uh, I actually had a question about uh, Seimei. Um, so just before he got aged up 15 years, his arm was covered in ivy. Is his ivy now 15 years older, or yeah. does it stay the Has it spread? It is also just more... It is, like, covering his arm completely. Some of the old vines have, like, died and fallen off around him, and there are, like, a lot of budding ivy leaves coming off of him. <laughs> so this is a part of me now. This is a part of you. Unless you get lit on fire. Fuck it. I'm, I'm part plant now. This is, ha <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> you slip and you fall. Please make me a strength check to swim to shore. Does the ivy help him somewhere? <laughs> no. Oh! I blackjacked this one. Tight. You managed to swim to shore and pull yourself out. I may be a gangly noodle man, but damn it if I'm not strong. Damn it if you are not strong. These arms are made for tenderly holding people. <laughs> Alright, and that is where we're going to call it this evening. You guys walk up to the entrance of the cavern, and you feel something sinister coming from down below in the depths. If you've made it to this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you for listening in this week. Thanks for checking us out, and if you like what you heard, please spread the word. 
It looks like the events here in Fractured World may be uh, coming to a close pretty soon. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Don't miss next week. Come check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find us under Warp Lords. Also, download the game. We'll see you back here, uh, back here next Wednesday. Stay safe out there, internet. <laughs>